It's time, once again, for Deep Thoughts. You are listening to Deep Thoughts, and we are officially over 60 episodes deep. And we did a Q&A episode for our special 50th episode, and it went over really well. So we're planning to do another one in the near future, and we need your help. You can submit your questions via the Deep Thoughts Instagram, or you can send your submissions to leadpastor at central365.org. You know, it's been an amazing experience getting to interview a ton of people that I really admire about different aspects of the Christian faith. And what I've been doing is in between those, I've been throwing in little mini episodes called A Deep Thought, where I address an issue of faith in just a few minutes. In this brief A Deep Thought episode, I want to talk with you about grief and the gospel. As Christians, we need to remember that we have a good shepherd with us through the dark valley of the shadow of death and whatever happens to us he is with us and we should fear no evil so there is an antidote um, to fear preach it mom (laughs) it's good i think of uh of dying is very similar uh, to birth, to being in labor. When I was in labor with you, I would not have considered it to be pleasant. It was, uh, you know, a pretty miserable number of hours. I'm offended. I'm offended by that. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll talk about it either. But uh, it, I knew that at the end of that, there was going to be joy. There was going to be reward. Yeah. And that it was time limited. And, and I think about my dying as the same thing. I think about whatever suffering there may be ahead of me, it is time limited and there's going to be joy on the other end because I believe in the resurrection. I believe I will be with Christ. I be, believe I will be reunited with family and, and so on. I have hope. Jesus is the good shepherd that, that uh, helps with that natural fear um, that we have and our faith provides us hope and maybe even joy uh, in, in going through something that naturally causes fear to people. And as Christians, I think it's, an, it's a time for us to show to others that our faith really works. Mm-hmm. That yes, we may be afraid, but we also trust in God. That was my mom. I don't know anyone who had thought about death and dying as much as she had. Sounds strange, but she was a palliative care nurse, so she had this palliative care perspective in which she would think about that. And as a Christian, uh, she lived the last two and a half years of her life with terminal cancer. And so it was both professionally and personally um, that she thought about these things. And as a follower of Jesus, she knew where she was going and that death was not the end. And everyone around her, really, that saw her in her um, final terminal years, months, weeks, and days could see that in her, too. You know, I had no idea how massive her impact on palliative care in the city of Calgary was until I saw a video of her in a transport van that had been rented by the palliative team that they had drive by the Foothills Hospital on its way to take her to hospice. It ended up being six days before she passed away. And in that video, lined up, 
were palliative care nurses and doctors holding signs, waving goodbye to one of their own, one who had mentored almost all of them, and expressing their love and appreciation for her. And that will stick with me forever. You're the joy of our lives. Getting to be by my mom's side, her bedside, when she passed from this life into eternity in the presence of Jesus was a really sacred moment for me. It was also super sad. I love my mom. I have three older sisters, so I'm the only boy and I'm the baby of the family. And my sisters like to tease me that I was my mom's favorite. And you know what? I don't argue with them about that. <laughs> it's a special relationship, a boy and his mom. So her death at 68 years old brought our spe special relationship as I had known it to a sudden halt. I remember thinking that the whole world had stopped. And it felt eerie to me that the rest of the world just carried on as if nothing had happened. I lost my one and only mom and the world just kept spinning. You know, losing someone you love dearly brings the biggest questions of life to the forefront like nothing else. Is there a God? Why are we here? Why do we die? Where do we go when we die? What is the meaning of life? And our worldview, the beliefs that form the way we view the world, is the way we answer those questions. And I believe that the most coherent answers to all of life's biggest questions are answered in the Bible. They are answered by Christianity. And so does theologian Michael Kruger, who said, The Christian worldview, I believe, has a compelling and coherent eschatology, answers these questions, these big existential questions, and questions about the future the best. It can explain why the world is the way that it is. Christianity responds by saying it's because of the fall, because of sin. It can provide a definition of evil, which Christianity says is a violation of God's law. That's how we define what good and bad is. And it can provide a real hope for the future because Christians believe that God will destroy evil and set all things right in the end. So this question about the intersection of, of grief and the gospel is a really important one. And it flows from what we believe about God and about life and our worldview. In 1 Thessalonians 4, the Apostle Paul writes, We do not want you to be uninformed about those who are asleep. Now, this is the New Testament's way of talking about the death of Christians falling asleep. So he says, We do not want you to be uninformed about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. So you want to know how to walk through godly grief or, or support those who are grieving? The first thing that this text means is that we are to grieve. What, what Paul doesn't want people to do is grieve as others do who have no hope. But we are to grieve. Why? Look, it's not that we shouldn't grieve the loss of our loved ones. It's just that we are to grieve differently than those who haven't put their hope in Jesus. Death is not natural. Death is not right. Death is a result of sin, 
And death is a great evil, and we, we should grieve profoundly and fully when it confronts us. Look no further than Jesus. When his good friend Lazarus died, he approaches the tomb, and the first thing that he does is weep. So we are to grieve when we lose our loved ones. But the second thing Paul says is that we shouldn't grieve without hope. For since Jesus died and rose again, it says, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For Christians, in other words, death is like falling asleep one night. And instead of waking up in your bedroom in the morning, you wake up to eternal life in the presence of Jesus. And that frames the way we view death. And that frames the way we grieve our loved ones who knew Jesus. And so what Paul is telling us is that the gospel equips us to be hopeful grievers. Now, look, here we are on the broken side of eternity, right? The, 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 the sin-ravaged world where, where death takes place. And, and there really are no shortcuts through grief, those of you who have lost loved ones know this. It's, it's out of mind at times, but then it hits you like a ton of bricks out of nowhere. What seasons my grief, though, what seasons my grief with, grief with hope is that my mom knew Jesus. And this is not the end. That she is actually experiencing what the Apostle Paul says elsewhere about death, that it's gain. She's experiencing gain. That death is gain. Why is it gain? Because we go from the brokenness of this side of heaven to the perfection and the presence of Jesus where all things have been set right. See what the gospel does? It equips us to be hopeful grievers. Jesus died and rose again, and that's the future awaiting everyone who identifies with him. Thanks for joining me for a deep thought on grief and the gospel. Mom, just want to say to you, um, yeah, I'm just really inspired by how you're walking your own journey. You're obviously very thoughtful about these things, but you're um, you're practicing what you preach as well, and it's it's powerful to observe. Well, I feel honored to have you ask me to participate. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's good to have you, Mom. Thanks for being on my podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. This is an especially exciting episode because my guest today is my mom. Welcome to the podcast, mom. Thanks, Matt. This is a treat. Why don't we just start by you telling our listeners uh, your 10 favorite things about me? (laughs) Go. Go ahead. 